0: Hey River Vixens, it's Ryan and Sam. Coming at you, it's been a tough week, obviously, for all of us Riverdale fans, with the news of the passing of Luke Perry.
1: Yeah, it's so, so unbelievably sad.
0: I mean, it's been something else, you know, just being online, watching all of the tweets and Instagram posts pour in, not only from Riverdale cast members, but the whole world who loved this man, whether it was... 90210, to his newer fans with Riverdale. I think the thing that struck me most is people not even talking about him as an actor. And yes, he was a brilliant performer, a TV star, but just moreover, how special of a man he was.
1: Yeah, that's so true. You see all these people sharing their stories of him, and everyone's saying, how great his character was, how great of a father he was, how proud he was of his kids, the cast members from Riverdale talking about how at ease and loved he made them all feel. And it's just so incredible to see that.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's we're not going to sit here and pretend we're long lost best friends with him. Obviously, it's going to hit everyone in certain ways. Uh, I suppose our, our really own, like only personal interaction with him is we saw him on his last appearance at watch what happens live. Yeah. Uh, And even in that one room, you could tell uh, the warmth he carried with him, uh, the way he cared for specifically here. I felt like that connection with he and KJ of um, him looking at this younger guy who's sort of following in his footsteps in many ways, being this young teen idol, uh, launched into this world of superstardom and adoration and this father figure in many ways to the cast of Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, So there was a lot of talk and chatter uh, after the news came out as to whether they'd air an episode or not this week. Uh, They did go ahead and air it. Uh, And I think it was Roberto that tweeted or posted on Instagram that, uh, of course, this week's episode is going to be dedicated to Luke. And it's on every episode uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah, and it was
1: very fitting. Luke's um, first airing since his passing was him just being the best father, helping Archie and showing how big his heart is.
0: Yeah, and I know there were some fans online who were upset with them going ahead and airing an episode, which I I understand in some ways. Uh, And in others, I do think that... He he would want the show to go ahead and and air the episode, uh, so obviously it's going to be tough the weeks as we go keep going. Uh, it's it's really kind of unbelievable to watch the show and know in the back of our heads that we're going to be losing uh, Fred Andrews,
1: arguably the best father out of all the dads on Riverdale.
0: Oh yeah, I mean and I think that's the thing too. Like he's such the.
1: The moral the, compass.
0: The heart of the show. Yeah. Uh, when the world around him is camp and gangs and ghoulies and drugs, there was always Fred.
1: Yeah, to ground them. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting and really sad, but his legacy will live on forever.
0: Yeah. Our thoughts and prayers obviously go out to his family members, his children, uh, of course, all the cast and crew on Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, everyone whose lives he's touched um, and uh, we'll, we'll go on we, we do have obviously an episode planned for, for y'all this week uh, we have our guest Amani who are very excited to have on uh, but just wanted to open with uh, this note yes so. rest
1: in peace Luke Riverdale
0: Alright, River Vixens. So we are here with this week's special guest, Amani Gary.
2: Woo!
1: Hello everyone. Hello, Amani.
0: <laughs> so we've met Amani through our upcoming book, if we can't plug it enough, River <laughs> the Unauthorized Case Files of Riverdale, coming out May 7th via Day Street Books. Wow,
2: as a marketing director, I'm just so pleased. Are you proud? <laughs> like that's so good. <laughs> it's like Nails fully sweating. Yeah.
0: But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Amani is our marketing director.
2: Yes! <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay, so as a marketing director, basically it's my job to make sure the books are everywhere, that everyone sees them, everyone knows about them, so that our company can make lots of money. But it's yes. super fun because I do a lot with social media, um, and I also do like a lot of fun creative advertising, so it really gives me a chance to like, explore the creative part of me.
0: So we have some creative ideas coming up for Riverdish itself. Can you share some that we might have? This is breaking news for our listeners. Yeah,
2: of course. So Riverdish, I mean, you think of like the iconic Riverdale dish and gossip over milkshakes. And the perfect place to do that in New York City is Big Daddy's. (sighs) And we're working with the Big Daddy's restaurant to create a special Riverdish branded milkshake that they're actually going to sell in the restaurant for the month of May.
0: We're shook. Fully shook.
2: Fully shook. Yeah.
0: I'm not eating for the next two months so I can fully consume Riverdish milkshakes for the month of May. Oh,
2: 100%. No, it's going to be super cool. And like, we're trying to design it to match the cover of the book. So for those of you who have seen it, it's got like the really cool pink milkshake Um, so they're gonna, like, mix a bunch of flavors and, like, pixie sticks and, like, all kinds of stuff. And I think the name that they're toying around is the Jingle Jangle Milkshake. Oh my god, Because obviously that fits in perfectly with Riverdale. Um, so we're super excited about it. And I can't wait to taste it, even though I'm lactose intolerant. Whatever! Lactose
1: intolerant, don't eat sugar. Yeah. Whatever. Everyone can, can try it. You gotta do it for Riverdale. You got it. We're but, so excited. Oh, we're
0: so excited. And again, if you're in the New York area, you have to come to Big Daddy's for yes. the month of May.
1: Ryan loves a Big Daddy.
0: Oh, honey. Um, no, we actually do love Big Daddies, though. Like, legitimately, that's where our photo that you're seeing on your podcast app, wherever you happen to be listening, everywhere podcasts are available, uh, that was taken at Big Daddy's. So you see it's very, like, Pops-esque. Uh, we're super excited. So we'll be teasing that as we go along. Uh, and, yeah, can't wait to try it.
1: Cannot wait. Okay, Amani, so tell us your history with Riverdale, with Archie Comics in general.
2: Okay, so the funny thing is, when I was, like, super young, I used to watch, like, the animated Archie show. Yes! Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was so cheesy, but my mom, like, loved that I was watching it because it, like, reminded her of her childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when I heard that they were, like, rebooting it and turning it into Riverdale, I was like, this I don't know about it. Cole Sprouse is attached to it. I don't know how to feel about it. And then I watched the pilot episode and I was literally hooked. Like, it's so good. It's got like the Twin Peaks vibe. Mm-hmm. And also the cast is just so attractive and just so great at what they do. And ever since then, I've been a fan. Yeah. Us too. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into last night's episode.
0: Yeah. So it was Fire Walk With Me. Uh, we open with Alice Cooper slash Smith, who's trying to sell her house. But she's clearly like trying to wipe off the past image of the house. Yes. She's full, like house hunter did the home, Marie Kondo did out. Yeah. It looks gorgeous. Fireplace. Yeah, you this young couple coming in and looking at it. And I was obsessed with Betty coming up behind. and being like, yeah, that's where my dad killed someone. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, she did it so many times. And because then Alice is like. Oh yes, but like, look at the fireplace. She's like, <laughs> "Yeah, see that shovel? That's what my mom used to hit my dad."
1: That <laughs> corner? That's where I watch snuff films. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> it was wild, and it's like what we usually think like when we're watching this show. Yeah. So for it to be so on the nose with Betty, like, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, I get Betty like not wanting to leave her home, but it's still sort of up in the air as to why she would. Be so drastic about it.
1: I think she's just mad that, like, Alice is so gung ho about the farm. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I don't know. I mean, I have such an attachment to, like, my house that I grew up in. Like, even when I was little, I went to sleepaway camp, and, like, my parents were the camp doctors for, like, the four weeks that I went, and I demanded I go home on visiting day because I missed my house. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. so I went on visiting day. My grandma just came to stay with me.
0: I've moved so many times, I'm, like, on a tefka. You know, I don't like. I don't feel like attachment to thing, people, places. Orphans. I get attached to your house, though. <laughs> yeah. I love your houses. Houses, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> we've known each other for three years. Like Sam's already been to multiple. Wow, yeah. wow. Uh, I love all of them. Meanwhile, on the other side of town, we have Archie, who's uh hit in the gym, and it turns out <laughs> the guy stops him. He goes like, "Dude, you gotta start paying gym dues." I love <laughs> like, me at Equinox. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> I was obsessed with that though, like him just like million dollar babying like in a basement and he's like mur, mur, mur. Yeah.
2: <laughs> And like this
1: guy, this Vancouver local actor is like, hey, Archie. Like great scene. Happy that's not his real. But like, what? Yeah. Well, I've had
0: friend like a lot of my friends work at like Equinox or Soul Cycle, so they'll like guest me in. And I, I always do feel like a bit of an imposter, but I'm never so brazen as to overstay my welcome, which Archie clearly has. How do you
2: feel about the boxing, wrestling? You know what? Archie, I'm not a big fan of his. (laughs) I try every week. I'm like, oh, this is the week I'm going to love Archie. He's doing so well. But he's just, he's an idiot. He's
1: an idiot. He's an
2: idiot. He's like a literal, like nice labrador retriever and also talk about overs he's overstayed his welcome everywhere he's ever been with everyone he's ever known but i do like him and josie i love him i love that although it's doomed yeah she's moving in the big city (laughs) yeah i was like wow you finally give me someone that i care about i mean i love veronica i totally love veronica but i was like you give me someone that i care about with archie and i know that she's not gonna stay yeah. I know. But I'm excited for her Manhattan life. Ugh, I can't wait. And casting keeps getting
1: released for Katie Keene for the pilot. Yeah. Like, it's cool. It's awesome. Everyone's like, belongs in the world. Like, you could see it fitting. Yeah. Katie uh, herself was not announced yet, but ooh,
0: I'm yeah. excited. Sam and I have also fully submitted ourselves to be extras. Okay.
1: Because they're great. filming in Absolutely. New York. Yeah. Uh, so. It's all iconic background work. Like, it's like, magazine people. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. would be like restaurant people they're like I gay club it. goers yeah, yeah, and i'm yeah. like
0: this like i don't know why you haven't gotten a call yet yeah i assume they're still like sorting through headshots yeah, yeah i need to call my agent which, yeah. which, <laughs> <that just laughs> which used to be yourself <laughs> i don't know okay so i so Arch- get to well, I'll, you, I'll just mention sorry yes. I'll because we didn't mention that archie agreed ultimately to clean the gym oh, in yeah. turn to for right. his gym membership oh, which yeah. you know you do what you can you barter a lot of people do that for like dance classes at like Broadway Dance Center really? Yeah. I didn't know that Yeah. you ever
1: bartered for a job?
0: um for a job? or yeah, like ever, have I like, like gotten stuff for free for bartering? I don't know
1: either either way I worked at a rock climbing gym when I was in middle school and I got to climb all the rock walls for free
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. so that that's, was cool
1: that's nice granted I only worked there because someone dared me and it was a boy that I had a crush on all the time but listen it was cool.
2: <laughs> and yeah. you have a story to tell. I have a story. I saw
1: of it, yeah. and I'm like, it could have been me. Ooh.
0: Mine are just like sexual favors. Yeah, that but... makes sense to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That tracks.
2: I bet that happens in Riverdale a lot too. Oh,
0: definitely. Oh, yeah.
2: Especially at Penelope's Brothel.
0: <laughs> oh. oh Maple yeah. Club. Uh, yeah.
1: That's where I would work in Riverdale. Yeah. I would 100% be working there.
0: Ooh, maybe for like, maybe for the, uh, the book launch party. Like, it could be the Maple Club at Big Daddy's. Oh my god, yeah. Just throwing things out there. Yeah. Yeah. The attire
1: is fully like Maple Club entrance, and like, we're both dressed as Penelope
2: (laughs) at the family friendly Uh, Big Big (laughs) Daddy's.
1: I love it. I'm gonna wear my gardener roll. Wait, also, iconic line Josie's like, I didn't know you're you working here now. He goes,
0: I'm the janitor.
1: like, what? As he like slowly like (laughs) puts a mop across the stage. Iconic.
0: So back at Riverdale High, we have uh, a convergence of, like, every gang known to man. Yeah. So it's the gargoyles in there with the serpents who are triple booked with the LGBTQIA plus alliance group. Yeah. Who's also, like, just the pretty poisons. scene.
2: And also don't forget the ghoulies who are now serpents. Bents? Right? No. Are it. they ghouls or are they? I think the gargoyles, gar- gargoyles are now serpents. serpents,
0: but what we miss are the farmies. The were farmies, in there? Have yes.
1: you ever experienced so many gangs in one classroom, let
2: alone one town? Yeah, that's that's a lot. It's a lot. Which, gang would you be a part of? Oh, I am 100% a pretty poison. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. Yes. They're fierce. Same. They are. get into it, but, like, they're pretty cool. Yeah. And scary. <laughs>
0: yeah. But I like them. But they triple-booked this one room, uh, which is, is kind of makes sense being that when you read our book, Riverdale, The Unauthorized Case Files of Riverdale, at May 7th, uh, you'll know that that's actually the only classroom that they have on set. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it kind of makes some sense that... <laughs> Like, like, well, we can't even have them in separate rooms.
1: (laughs) That's actually quite a fair point. Yeah. They literally only have one classroom. Wow.
0: But then they get into a brawl. Yeah. Uh, Principal Weatherby calls him in. We learn that someone has stolen thousands of dollars of equipment from one of the science rooms.
2: Breaking Bad. Literally Breaking Bad.
1: Can you imagine if the show just turns into like one of them just like making meth? It's on its way. (laughs) Honestly. Over, under, two seasons, I give it, before that happens. Yeah. Anyway, so they get into a brawl. Yeah. And we kind of, I mean, jumping ahead, but like the greasy new serpent gargoyle member, Mm -hmm. Kurtz? Kurtz. Kurtz. Yeah. Um, Who I famously said last week was like an homage to Apocalypse Now. And I really, I've only seen that movie once. But I read that online, so it's true. It must be true. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Everything
0: online is. Everything online
1: is true. Anyway, you could tell he hates the serpents. He hates it. This is now a joint cult. He's very unhappy. Yeah. He has not showered in weeks. And it's just gross.
2: He looks very greasy. It's very disturbing. And he stole the equipment!
0: Yeah, he was ultimately the one. And they uh, they insult him. They say, you're a Fizzle Rocks junkie.
2: Ooh.
1: Uh. Ooh. <laughs> Lesson. I wish I was a Fizzle Rocks junkie.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what you would... I guess this is a good thing, but I don't know what you would do with all that equipment. I was I never good in it, science. I guess
1: he's making it for himself to like sell and to take himself.
0: Yeah. yeah. At first, I was like, at first, my mind was like, did Veronica do that? Because she Me like too. burned all this stuff. That
2: would have been interesting. And actually. then I thought it was Hiram. Because I was oh. like, oh, maybe he's like just like trying to easily get
1: everything back. Yeah. But ultimately, it was Kurtz. Yeah.
0: hurts i was always scared of bunsen burners in oh, science terrifying. class oh for sure like it wasn't even, it was like lighting the match and then having a flame yeah like, i was never good with that i always made my lab partner do that part
1: oh really yeah That's sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: but then sometimes you have to do it alone and like really oh expensive. i had such
1: sad. a crush on my physics teacher every day i would like leave class and like bring him cookies from like the choir room and like I would do my hair like different every day. I'm like,
2: hi, do you like this, Mister Picor? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening. I,
1: I yeah. honestly like. I'll be pissed if you're not.
0: <laughs> so speaking of Veronica, we flash to La bonnouille uh-huh. which is struggling financially, which makes sense because mostly because Gladys Jones and Hiram Lodge, her own father, are just drinking her out of business.
1: Seriously obsessed,
0: Amani. <laughs> what do you think of the fact that these adults like the only place in town? Seems to be this speakeasy.
2: It's kind of insane, but also it makes me wonder, like, how smart are these people? How do they have these two separate crime organizations if they're relying on a teenage girl for money?
0: Yeah.
2: It's kind of confusing.
0: And they just keep, like, they keep, like, adding money to her bill. Yeah. Because this poor girl is just swimming in debt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because later in the episode, after... Gladys does her number, and the guy leaves, which we have wait, to address. Wait, yes, but, exactly. yeah. yeah. No, we but have I just to want to mention, because then Hiram was like, you just cost me a $1 million deal. And I'm like, are you going to like now charge her for a $1 million?
2: And also, you did a $1 million dollar deal at La Bonne Nuit? Yeah. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> On a comped table. Yeah. Like, and comped drinks.
2: Wow. Yes. Albeit,
0: I have been to many a cabaret space where I... I'm upset when my drinks aren't comed. Okay.
2: Okay, that's fair. You know when fair. people
0: invite you to come see their cabaret yeah. and I like I get a drink, I'm there, I'm in person. Yeah. And then the bill comes and I said, Oh, you didn't this wasn't cops? <laughs> Do you
1: know
2: who I am?
0: <laughs> oh, exactly.
1: Yes, author of River <laughs> <have a> <laughs> But honestly, and then we have like Gladys like breaking glasses and like Owning the place. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, like, Veronica realizes, she goes, well, the one financially successful night we had was casino night. Mm-hmm. Yes. So why don't we make this into a secret casino? <laughs> so they bring in casino games, but in ways where you can quickly hide them if the police come. Yes. Which, all it all seems shady.
2: It's very shady, but I also appreciated the visual of them, like, Opening cabinets and just, like, hiding things. It, it felt cool.
0: Yeah. Are you a casino person at all?
2: I am a casino person. Yeah? I always, like, imagine myself in, like, a James Bond movie, Casino Royale, mm. as the Bond girl that's, like, there at the roulette table. Ooh. Let's not even get into this. Wait but- No, please. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, living please this fantasy I with you. <laughs> but no, I'm, like, in a ball gown and I'm just playing and I've got my number and I've got a winning hand. You know all those terms that go with casinos. Yeah. Um, And also, no, but one thing I really like about them using this as a casino is they have an opportunity to do, like, an Ocean's Eleven type thing. Oh. Mm. Like, do you think? Like, with, like, the pretty poisons, like, bleeding them dry. I don't want to get ahead of myself. Oh, I would love. You know? Like, they've got, like, this place that's, like, bringing in apparently all the money in Riverdale. And I feel like it's only a matter of time before someone takes advantage of Veronica again. I love that. Oh, that makes it's so sense. much sense. Yeah.
0: Speaking of
1: the Ocean franchise, I got a text from Ryan a couple weeks ago saying, like, brilliant idea. Let's sneak into the Met Ball this year and, like, have an elaborate con, which is ultimately the plot of Ocean's Twelve. Why
2: haven't you? Why haven't
1: or you eight. done this already? Well, you know what? the word. Maybe we will. Yeah. Maybe we will. So don't be shocked when you see us there.
0: That's the next book. Like that how is we the get next get book. It. Wow. Yeah. I love get ready. Film. We're <laughs> just pitching it now. Yeah. Um Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh... I'm also excited that the fact that there's a casino in that it looks like it's going to give us more Julian Haig. Oh, I hope so. Elio yes. of Elio's Pizza.
1: I was hoping we'd see him <laughs> this episode, but we didn't, but that's okay. Yeah. Did we ever tell you Ryan and I went to a casino this past summer? It was both of our first times. We took a bus to Atlantic oh, that's City. That's false, but well, f- it first was time, time in it. <laughs> it was our first time in Atlantic City. Yeah. Together. Together. Yes. <laughs> Big casino culture. Yes. Um, And I actually was telling the story to my friend Virginia, who I said I'd give a shout out to, haven't. Fan of the podcast. Number one listener. Yes. But literally my time in a casino is now just me thinking about two things that I did there. One, stalking Real Housewife of New York, Luann, through the steps. Oh, my
2: gosh.
1: Stalking. And two, belting out the lyrics from Come From Away in my hotel room <laughs> before so going a- to see Lance Bass headline at Harris. Oh, my God. Wow. That's a lot. So two things that I just... I ever something <laughs> like
0: every time you hear a casino, I think that <laughs> I just <laughs> it was think just, of just like a
2: lance pass, literally, come it.
0: Away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, it was, being that we're already in La Bonnui and we sort of mentioned this. I think we can mention we have Gina Gershon, iconic obviously, as Gladys Jones, yeah, who goes up to Veronica and Reggie. Okay, and okay says, I'm
1: obsessed with her little star tattoos next to her eyes, yeah. Mm. Such, Such a, a look! I really like
2: it.
0: Okay, But she goes, "Uh, you know, I used to be the Joan Jett of Riverdale at the White Worm, if you can believe it. I
2: actually screamed when she said that. I screamed out loud. Oh,
0: fully same. And the fact, so this is what really gets me. She goes, you know, I could perform here. And then Veronica negotiates 5% off of (laughs) what is owed to Gladys for the opportunity for Gladys to perform. Yeah. I've wanted jobs badly. I've wanted performance jobs i have never wanted to like get on stage so badly as to cut off five percent of like <laughs> of at fifty thousand dollars. yeah, yeah I, I can't do that math right now but yeah. like <laughs> that's a lot for one number at la Belle
2: it felt yeah. a little desperate <laughs> yeah she's um,
1: but she's also been like living in a construction site true past, like you know 10 years raising jelly bean By herself. Jelly Bean. Striving to be the Joan Jett she once was. Yeah. So, can you blame her? Yeah.
0: Uh, And she she does kill a cover of Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. (laughs) 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 Unfortunately, there was a heckler in the audience. Have you guys ever been in like an audience with a heckler?
2: Yes, I've been a yeah. heckler, heckler? It, really? it, it was literally so unintentional. I I did not mean to do it, but I did. Where were you? Um, oh my god, I was at Babies All Right in Williamsburg. Love that place. Um, and I was there to—I don't even know who I was there to see, but the person that opened for this person. Um, was like a country music singer and it was very clearly like a gig for like indie rock fans so he was just out of place and like no one was really into his music it was dead silent so I was like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna interact with this guy make him feel welcome He starts playing a song. I go, I love this song. (laughs) But people start laughing and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm being serious. I'm trying to support here. He plays another song and his guitar literally conks out like the speaker. And so it just falls flat. He's like, I'm just going to start it again. I'm like, we're here for you. More (laughs) laughter. And that's how it went. Like me trying to encourage this poor performer. And people thought I was kidding. Oh, you know, but
0: you were you were just trying to. I was help just the trying to oh. be helpful, you know. So oh. I was
2: accidentally a, a heckler, the accidental. Yeah. Heckler. But that's not your fault. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. my memoir coming out. <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> Day Street I <laughs> <makes sense. laughs> <laughs> Was obsessed
0: how she pulled a knife out. Then, yeah, but then she got kicked out for like ages. Yeah, who knows?
1: Yeah. I, for now, it was yeah. just for now, and the, the guy heckling her was one of Hiram's potential business guys.
0: Yeah. Again, just weird. Like, you can't negotiate anywhere else besides your daughter's you like, take establishment. them to the Maple Club.
1: Take them to that, like, one gay bar in Riverdale that we've never seen. Like, Innuendo.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, anywhere else. You have a million worth at Pembroke. You have a jail. Yeah, yeah that's hey, what I was saying. You've but literally Pembroke. anywhere else.
0: Yeah. yeah, like... What happened to Sodale? I don't like, know. Like, what are those developments? Literally like, couldn't tell you. Oh. Yeah.
1: I think yeah. it's still being built. I mean, I think the money from the um, St. Clair has got... Like, you know, there's a problem Yeah, the issues with the family. Yeah. And I think now that he's focusing on the prison and not, like, the developments, mm. who knows?
0: Yeah. Okay, this is also a bad question as someone who has a book coming up based <laughs> yes. about Riverdale. Uh, I forget what happened to the white worm. It was shut down because it was being used to manufacture drugs? It was, but I thought that was in the basement of the white worm.
2: Yeah, but I think they shut it down anyway. Just
0: yeah. fully shut it down?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Like, all of the South Side is just abandoned now
0: yeah
2: which is Southside's abandoned
1: the gangs of the Southside are now you know either united or folded and it's just like it's all kind of abominated because everything's now just at Riverdale on the Northside
0: yeah maybe during the um uh, quarantine the quarantine (laughs) which which we didn't see yeah
1: (laughs) Literally a one episode arc of The Quarantine. I
2: remember, no, I seriously remember the episode of The Quarantine and I was like, oh my god. And then it comes back from like that break and I missed the first three minutes of the episode and I was like, wait, where, where's The Quarantine? And they're like, it's over. I like go on Twitter. Everyone's like, oh, that was fast. And I'm yeah. like,
0: yeah, what? Yeah. I'm obsessed. I love it. I love it too. So our buddy Archie back at the boxing gym is full of hard knock lifing a la Annie and he comes upon, or, or Josie is in there, right? Yeah. And they hear a noise. Yeah. They find the noise, and it's this young boy, Ricky. Ricky.
1: <laughs> yeah, so they find this boy who's squatting in the gym. Yeah. We learn he's, a, he's on a run. He's a runaway. Mm-hmm. He's been from, he was in a shelter. Mm-hmm. And the
0: Santa Lucia shelter.
1: Yeah, that must be like a, a something.
0: I looked it up, trying to figure out, like, I figured it was probably some, like, movie reference. Yeah. I couldn't find anything besides actual places. Like That's it. yeah
2: It's very
1: surprising, actually, considering.
2: Yeah, everything with them is always, like, super deliberate. Yeah. So that's... Hmm. I'm
0: sure it is. Yeah. I just, like, couldn't find it. Well, yeah. they
1: take him to Pops, Josie and Archie, and Ricky becomes the first character I think we can go on record saying has eaten the food at Pops. True. <laughs> He's scarfing down a burger.
2: That's true. He is. Yeah. Also, I... When I first saw him, I was like, "What? Who is this kid?" And like Archie was so ready to just like, I don't know, like hit him or whatever. And Josie's like, "Archie, I know." And in that moment, I was like, "Wow, parents! Oh,
1: like they're so yeah. cute." No, you're right. I right? did get a very much like paternal, maternal vibe from right? that. And like Josie was kind of like, Josie's making Archie better. Which she is. is the only like it's the only relationship he's been in so far, which is like actually helping him. Which is why it's gonna be so heartbreaking to like. When she see leaves, them yeah. Up. But I agree. And, like, she's very maternal. She's a good influence on him. She is. And she was like, stop. Like, don't be violent with this boy. Yeah. And they take him to dinner at Pop's. And we learn that he, well, he freaks out when they say, like, oh, let's contact social services. Yeah. Like, and that we learn it's because he has a marking on his arm, same as Archie's, mm-hmm. basically saying he's one of the sacrifices in the game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And even like even before seeing the arm, Archie kind of decided to take care of him. Yeah. After Josie, you know, he goes. The thing that made me laugh, he goes like, "I'm going to teach you self defense in the gym." <laughs> it's like, okay, so now I going to teach this boy like boxing again, but it,
2: super paternal, right? Yeah, yeah. Show him your bear scars. Who? Um, <laughs> no, but
1: you're right, and I think it's because Archie was just on the run, yeah. so he sees like himself in this this young
2: Ricky. <laughs> Ricky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so they go to Pops Archie lets him sleep in his garage uh, we do cut back to Pops at some point uh, after Ricky's run away one of like multiple times this episode seemingly yes. yeah. and uh, Pops mentioned Albert Sanders but, uh, he goes well he did leave this behind and there's a placemat and on the back there's a full like gargoyle king illustration do you
1: guys see a bird box yes no Brian, leave the <laughs> apartment okay so this was the moment it was very Bird Box to me where it was like remember in Bird Box spoiler alert if you've seen it <laughs> but like they left that guy in the house and like he's like very afraid and then like he like turns out to be one yes. of the, the guys All the crazy people yeah the minute we saw this picture from the kid I was like oh wow. this kid is a crazy person like he does not have the right intentions so like yeah. something's wrong I knew it because I could just tell and it reminded yeah. me of Bird Box and That's- I was like oh my god and then I was like, how is it going to happen? Box,
2: a HarperCollins production. Wait, really? Yes. Now on sale.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
2: Obsessed. Yes.
1: This podcast is simply a plug for everything you do. <laughs> well,
0: my that first sucks. thought was how good the illustration was. I, I said,
2: okay. this kid's challenging. Where'd he get the materials? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Pops had crayons. But also my <laughs> like. full acrylic. Yeah. <laughs> like, full wait a second. <Yes>.
1: He took it from LaBelle and the way, Reggie was colouring at the at, behind the bar. Um, With his little kids menu. But I swear to god, I was like, wait, if he's that good an artist, maybe he did the mark himself because I'm
2: a genius. Look at oh. you. That's so
1: anyway. Heavy. but also we have to mention, it did it was a little painful, as we all anticipated it would be, when Ricky was like, Oh, like, aren't your parents gonna care that I'm in your the house and he's like, Oh, my dad's never home. And yeah, of course, we're all thinking about Luke Perry and we know he's gonna make an appearance in the episode. And it was very bittersweet, yeah, but anyway, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, uh eventually, Archie and Josie sit down with Child Protective Services. Okay, and have they, we seen her before? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No, I
1: did we, did we see her though, like when all the kids were in Betty's house? Like,
0: maybe? maybe, maybe, I don't, I don't. That also could have been
2: like. An entirely different child protection. I know, <laughs> but, but my
1: mind literally was like, oh, she's evil too. <laughs> yeah, the arm!
2: Oh. <laughs> oh. I know, I
1: like thought that. And like when that guy looked through the sketch, I'm like, oh my god, like they're the 101 Dalmatians, yeah. like dog catchers, like they're trying to get this kid. Oh,
0: well, yeah. that's like, interesting. Yeah. Because that was the, I laughed out loud. I took that as a comedy <laughs> moment, but maybe that's a moment I should have looked out for. Because he <laughs> yeah. he's drawing and drawing, and then he turns it around and goes, look at anything like this. And it's quite literally, a kid. portrait of this kid. It's Ricky. And Archie goes, Yeah, that's him. <laughs> like, can I have copies of that? <laughs> Verbatim. <Yeah.
1: laughs> oh my God. That after, actually says everything he needs to know about me and Ryan. I'm alarmed and scared of Ryan. It's like, Ha! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Comedy. But yeah, I the social services person, I was like, What? What is happening? Yeah. But, you know, this kid is terrified. Archie promises him that he won't, you know, blow his cover. Yeah. And then. He gets Jug involved. They find the gargoyle's former headquarters. And it's very spooky. Yeah. Yeah. There's like dangling things on the ceiling there's names crossed off including every single sister from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy I should have
0: screenshotted that just to like have their names Right. Yeah. right well
2: I like only focused on like Ben Button in like all caps
0: oh
1: yeah
2: rest in peace Ben Button Mm. died in two different shows
1: (laughs) very sad very sad do you think the Riverdale Ben Button was in fact Benjamin Button (laughs) wow Here's some Probably. fan fiction I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <online. laughs> yeah, coming online. I forgot. <laughs> <Harper Collins. laughs> yeah, but they go and then we see um, Ricky D and Archie. Their names are last on this list, yeah. so they're still targets for the hunters in the game. Yeah.
0: yeah, and Ricky, it turns out, is in the shack.
2: Yes, yes. Which is like this kid is everywhere. And yeah where and that also was. has like the best hiding spots everywhere he goes yeah. so it's like how yeah. well does he know this town right yeah
1: it, oh you're mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like how does he know where to go and he's like oh like there this is abandoned like of course they should be here yeah how do you know that darling
0: yeah. interesting
1: very interesting
0: so I guess I guess before we get to the end of their plot let's just mention the other plot point that's going on uh because we have Betty investigating the farm. Uh, And our poor Kevin Keller has really, he's off the deep end, watch as he dives in, straight into the farm propaganda.
1: He is keg-standing the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah. He is fully in. He, you know, he does that candle challenge with the Bunsen burner that Ryan's scared of. Yeah. Yeah. Betty's seeing all this, and like, there was an iconic scene, though, between Betty and Kevin, where he's like, she's like, we have to talk. And he goes, you are so transparent, like... You only want to talk to me when something's wrong. Like. And it's true. It yeah, is true. It's true. It is true. Kevin yeah. is one of the realest characters we have. Yeah. But like, why do we think he's doing? That? I mean, you know, well, he's listen, sad. He I misses mean, Moose.
0: He just Moose just left. You know, it's like like my first real breakup, I got really into Soul Cycle. Oh, yeah. And I like kind of like, identify. Yeah.
2: You know, it was like yeah. I was
0: like in college. My yeah. like, first breakup. I was like, I'm I mean, it, like my whole thing was like I was gonna get fit and like sexy. Yes. but like, it happened to be a cult like cycle. Yeah, which is sort of. I was like, I can identify.
2: My first girl breakup. cycle. You love it. <laughs> I do.
1: I can't. I just don't turn up the resistance. I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. I, like, Oh, hate oh, it the time. yeah. I don't know. I'm just like. Mm, I my first breakup, though, I became a drunk whore. Okay. So <laughs> okay. that was that. And yeah. my like, first boyfriend was sober. So like I was like in your face. And then I just like. Hurt my body, and right. but, yeah, and then you never change. Yes, here I am. Here I am. Wait, also, you guys—we can't forget that. Like, yes, he's like heartbroken
2: about Moose, but also his first love Joaquin was killed. Oh my god! Yeah, Kevin's yeah. had a year. He's had a really he's had tough a year. year. Yeah, And it's also, hard. I loved Joaquin. I was so sad to see him go. It was so hot. Yeah, I did. Oh, so hot. So hot. I did appreciate seeing him for two seconds in the previously on Riverdale. Yeah. yeah. That was Wait, good. You're right. That
1: was... Now that we're finished this episode, and we'll get to it at the end, but it's interesting they showed Joaquin and the death because yeah, goes all the late it oh cuts. Wow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Kevin is fully committed to the farm. Mm-hmm. He's going through the initiation processes.
0: Yeah, which involves walking across embers mm-hmm. yeah fire god have you got um i feel like that wasn't that a s- challenge on survivor Yes, yeah.
2: it's it's a challenge on survivor but also i don't know if you guys have ever been on like those like super weird like work retreats that's some intense corporate company hey, really no, like, like, hey, tell hey, us school more retreat. we did some okay. okay. oh. wait oh.
0: what
1: Back in, like, middle school, we went on some, like, weird, like...
0: <laughs> middle schools <so laughs> and not corporate retreat, but continue. <laughs> no, but I did
1: go on a way retreat, but there were, like, rituals. Like, I mean, wasn't it wasn't, like, necessarily, like, walk across these coals. Yeah, But there were, like, some, like, weird, like... It was team exercising, like, together yeah. things that you were doing in the woods, but they were now, like, reflecting back. I'm like, oh.
2: They're super strenuous and, yeah. like,
1: it was not like, for children. No, and everyone's, like, crying. And, like, it's, like, tough. Yeah. So, I don't know. Have you been on corporate retreats like that?
2: I I haven't, but one of my friends works for, like, this financial company, and they do these retreats, and, like, they go out into, like, the wilderness, and it's all about, like, surviving off the land and, like, working together. It's a real, like, community building exercise. For finance people. For finance people. (laughs) It's like, do they need this? (laughs) But she told me that she did go on a retreat where they did have to, like, walk on hot coals. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like all about, and like everyone's like cheering you on, like saying we can all do this, and then everyone does it. And I was watching Riverdale and like remembering that story, and I was like, oh, is this, does my friend work for a cult? I don't, like maybe. I don't know. Maybe you go to Soul Cycle, and that's a cult too, so I don't know. I love Soul Cycle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's crazy though. I don't think I'd walk across hot.
2: I do it like yeah, on Survivor. <laughs> For Survivor, maybe. That's it, though.
0: Maybe. But also, I don't know.
1: Listen, I'd be a farmy, hardcore, because when you're sad and when you, like, go to that place, like, you were looking for that one thing that can get you through it. And for Kevin, like, that's the farm. And is the farm a cult? Yeah. Is Chad Michael Murray coming soon? Absolutely. I can't wait. I Every week, oh, I'm no. like, literally on the edge of my seat, like, is he coming? Yeah. <laughs>
0: is he here? I almost thought this week that we he was going to show up. And we do. Again. Not
2: yet. What, what is his name again? It's Edgar... Edgar Evernever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> there you go. Fine. Crazy. Sure. But it's... Kevin does it, and, and Betty tries to stop him. Uh,
0: yeah, but he, like... He... He does it swimmingly, right? He makes it across, he's happy, like he seems changed. Evelyn but Betty...
1: Evelyn's so proud. I'm obsessed with Evelyn. Yeah. I love her. Obsessed. Uh,
0: Betty goes back to the blue and gold and she's writing a whole expose and Evelyn and Kevin come in.
1: Wait, also, they come in and matching like mahogany sweater, and uh, it was very wild, wild country. Uh, like they're both wearing like the same color sweater. Is,
2: oh, yeah. It was honestly my favorite scene last night, this conversation. <laughs> yeah. So good.
0: So, I do love the uh, uh, the references Riverdale keeps making to cults yes. right so, like uh what did Cheryl say? all right daughter of Manson like, yes. oh goodness, like it's it's all really really good yeah uh, but that
1: scene was iconic yeah. yeah they basically blackmail her with everything yeah. Alice revealed to the farm yeah it was so, really good yeah so Betty's kind of at a crossroads
0: yeah and I guess let's like
1: let's get to the end of
0: Betty's arc uh being that we're gonna wrap this all up yeah it seems like she's now very intrigued by the farm right am i alone in thinking that I,
2: i do think she is intrigued but i feel like she's getting into it because she wants to take them down yes right
0: oh interesting okay
2: because like i she's tried with her mom she tried with kevin and all her interference has ever done is just make them see oh the farm like these people are here for me i see like what they're really about and betty because she hasn't been able to get through to the people she loves i feel like now she's going to infiltrate whatever weird culty business they have going on and try to take it down from the inside
1: Mm. i get
2: to that and she sets the house on fire (gasps) so good so good. So I good. love
1: creepy, like, happy Betty that she's really, like, causing, like, a ruckus. Mm-hmm. Like, we had it in the beginning with the house, when she's like, it was a murder. And then at the end, when she goes to Jughead, she's very happy. Happier than we've seen her in a while.
2: Also, can we just talk about, like, parallels? Like, we have Kevin with the Bunsen burner, and then Betty with the candle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. so good.
0: I love so it. And bad. that's
1: where I could see where, like, is she getting into this? Because she's, you know, doing the same thing, trying yeah. to catch it. Yeah. But ultimately, I think she sets her house on fire.
0: Yeah. She set a fire and she burned down the house. (laughs) I will say the wasteful nature of these kids with their parents' money Mm. is shocking. Concerning. And listen, I got an arts degree. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Me too. But like, (laughs) (laughs) like, you know, so so like who am I to talk? Yeah. But between Veronica burning like... Hundreds of thousand dollars worth of her parents' drugs. Yes. Betty just being like, her mom's like, the house sold. And then burning it down.
1: Cheryl?
0: Yeah, Cheryl Cheryl burning. (laughs) Really, everyone on this show has no, and I get their parents are kind of shitty in many aspects of not respecting them.
2: Don't care. Yeah,
0: there are better ways. Maybe
2: even Reggie, when Reggie is trying to help Veronica with the money, he like steals it from his father. Yeah, yeah, yes. They don't care about yeah. their parents' money at all. <laughs> yeah. What a trope to to really just like get it on.
1: Wow. I don't hate it, but yeah. So Betty. Is out for revenge. And I think, I really do still think Kevin's going to be the pawn that kind of ties everything together. I think she's going to try to save him, go in for it, and something's going to happen. Pawn. Interesting choice of words. Oh, Oh, the game. Are we still playing the game? Yeah, we are, baby. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I just want to throw out from a technical standpoint, I do wonder what they're going to do with the house set.
2: Yes. It's such Mm -hmm. a big part
0: of the soundstage that I'm like, that's... Fair. Like... I don't know. I don't know how it works. Like, do they tear it down? Or, like, we'll, we'll see. Refurbish? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Like, redecorate something so else. Damn. And, like, we'll, we'll keep our eyes peeled for, like, it's The American similarities. Head <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, we should mention before we end up the Mickey storyline, Tony and Cheryl.
2: Yes. Still tension. It's so tense. And it also makes me sad because Tony was the one thing that Cheryl was a good person for. Yeah. Like, she was always trying to help Tony, like, always about her girlfriend, and it was so nice to watch. But, I don't know. At the end of that episode...
1: Cheryl does that thing that I do in my relationship where, like, Tony's like, are you coming? And she's like, no, I'm, I'm busy and I'm tired. Like, it's so yeah. passive-aggressive, and I do that every day. Yes. So, like...
0: <laughs> Tell me about it. Love it. <laughs> Love it. So good. But
1: I don't know if you guys watch the preview for next week... I actually like, didn't. Okay, I didn't see well, it. I'll just say quickly. It seems like there's a very hot, sexy like
0: scene Ooh, with Tony and Cheryl. Little. They're in their
1: bras, and it seems like maybe they're angry, but maybe it's going to result in like Ooh. some heavy petting. I don't know. All right. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm here for, for that, and I I think they will. You know, I think they're a good pair, so I really am rooting for them. They are. Yeah. They are.
0: Yeah, and ultimate ultimately, the pretty poisons are now. In charge of working the door at La Bonnui. Like
1: security, yeah. Yeah,
0: which weren't the. Serpents just hired for that. Yeah, they like, were, and I don't remember
1: ago. when they were fired. Same. I think yeah. like, when Gladys united the Serpents and the Gargoyles. Okay. She took them away from Veronica because it was like now under her care.
2: Okay. Okay. So I think that's. What well, we happened. didn't really like see that, though, right? No. It was, <laughs> it was just all yeah. Like <laughs> like the quarantine. Sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, but the Serpents, meanwhile, are looking for direction in life, and they're now under the care of FP. Uh. And they're sort of, like, now just joining the police force? They're literally, like,
2: <laughs> junior deputies, and one of the serpents, I can't remember which one, but he goes, do we get guns now? Sweetie, 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 do we get guns? And then, like,
1: FP and Jack are like, no, 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 <laughs> yeah. ooh, so good. Uh, but they so,
0: do get some payment and school credit. Yes, <laughs> So yes.
1: they're all so excited about that. For Oprah cars.
0: gift. let's celebrate that.
1: Yeah, let's celebrate <laughs> that. Also F P in that uniform. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm in love with you. So good. Oh so good. Oh my
2: favorite.
0: And we do lose Kurtz in that moment, because mm-hmm. uh, oh, we didn't even mention God. So much happens in these shows. Yeah, uh, that he tried to kill Fangs <laughs> off the school balcony. <laughs> like, okay.
2: okay, where is Principal? <laughs> okay, <laughs> but wait a minute, Fangs has literally been through so much. Yeah. It's so rude that he was the one being dangled upside down two stories above the ground. I know. Yeah, it's I know. terrible. And they drop him. They do drop him, but his his serpent brothers they, they slide in and they, they catch them. they don't even catch him they just like they, break the uh-huh. fall <laughs> yeah,
0: like, I don't know how that works oh God, if I was spying, so I would need Sam what would your stars. hot physics teacher say about that about that like if the fall like well this... the
1: velocity and the perpendicular oh. <laughs> nature of it you know I think that the impact of A over B would you know Bunsen-Brenner and I regret Isaac asking <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> I didn't degree in physics
0: so, let, so let's wrap up with um with Ricky and Archie.
2: Yeah. And how it's all connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: hmm
2: I mean, we find out that Ricky is Joaquin's little brother. Shocking. Who's... Yeah. I know. Very shocking, actually. He's now in the system. And I think there's, like, a brief moment where, I guess, Archie feels a bit guilty, in a way. He's like, oh, like, you don't have anyone else. And, like, he was in prison with Joaquin. And he tried to, like, talk to him, get him to, like, you know... Not be a part of this game, but it ended in Joaquin dying, and then now there's Ricky who has no one, and is turned to this gang, and then all that sympathy goes out the window when Ricky cuts him with a knife. With a knife. Yeah. And he goes, "Is this what Joaquin did to you?" Like, like,
1: little psychopath. Psychopath. And like, my God,
2: heartbreaking and scary.
1: Yeah. It was scary. That scene was very scary. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It's and it's really sad because Archie's dad. Luke oh Perry, God. very sad. He comes in, he's like, are you okay, son? And immediately I want to cry. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's also like, oh no, Ricky's crazy, he's gone, and I don't think it, it'll be the last we see of him. And mm-hmm. I kind of got chills. Me too. Yeah. Because Ricky's good at hiding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he knows so much about Riverdale.
1: I know. It yeah. also got in me because Luke Perry's like, because your heart is so big, Archie, like, yeah. Oh, it was just like the, you know, for this first episode postmortem with yeah. Luke Perry, yeah. it's just like to see him being... Such a good father to yeah. Archie was just like, you know, it was perfect. It was the perfect yeah. scene yeah. to actually play and have. Yeah. And I'm glad they aired this episode because yeah. it was such a touching moment. But outside of real life, like, for the character of Archie to be without a father,
0: like, it's going to, like,
2: I don't know what will happen. And so Archie's otherwise. definitely got the best parent. The only I good know? parent in the, the show. The only good parent on the show. Yeah. So that's...
0: And he needs it. Yeah. needs it.
1: Yeah. So I, I don't know. But what's interesting is what you said about Ricky, and I don't know, but I think that I do have a theory that I think towards the end Mm -hmm. everything's gonna, as we expect, end with the farm, and Ricky's gonna be involved. The gangs are gonna be involved, and everything's gonna come together. And oh my gosh! So also we see that while um, Fred is comforting Archie, we see that ultimately Ricky was playing the game the whole time, and the red palette card. card.
2: Yeah. But who is still playing this game?
1: I think that... I guess there's still some people playing. Like, we know that Kurtz was still playing. Yeah. We know that... I think there are probably farm people playing. I definitely... Yeah. Think. The social so, services yeah. worker said, like, a lot of these, like, gangs... Yeah. ...are still playing the game. That's true. So I think... Who knows? Maybe there's more secrets that the Pretty Poisons
2: are hiding. Oh, I don't know. No. Yeah. The unnamed Pretty Poisons. And that one like
1: fierce girl that like we haven't learned the name of yet, and it's like cool. Soon, <laughs> like, soon. She's gonna
2: be in Carrie the Musical,
1: so we'll see more. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: She was the one that with the bubble gum, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 But um,
1: I don't know. So I think that everything usually ties together, and it will. Yeah. But I agree with you. Where we have not seen the last of Ricky. No. And we're going to. Yeah.
0: And and again, we'll, just a, a, a poignant moment uh, with Luke there at the end. Yeah. Moni, not, not to put you on the spot, we did our, our Luke tribute before, but like, mm-hmm. uh, have we, have you like, as a, as someone who watches the show, mm-hmm. like how's it how's it hit you? And it's honestly not...
2: just so heartbreaking. Like I I didn't watch Nine Hundred Two One Zero, so like Riverdale was literally like my first experience with Luke Perry, like yeah. playing a recurring character. Um, And like I said, he's, like, the best parent on the show. He's probably my favorite parent on the show. Um, And he's just, uh, like, outside of Riverdale and all that, like, from, like, looking at, like, cast photos and, like, tributes and interviews, it just seems like he was such, like, a nice, beloved guy. And so it's going to be hard, obviously, to say goodbye to the character, but I'm ultimately going to miss Luke Perry. Like, I wish I would have been a part of the 90210 generation and I wish that I would have like seen more of his movies and like really appreciated him while he was here.
1: Totally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: But he'll be
1: missed and we're happy that you know multiple generations now have gotten to love him. Yeah. And yeah.
2: And what's out. great is like the show announced that they're gonna like um tribute all of the rest of the episodes this season yeah. to him. And so. we saw that title part yeah. at the end. Last in night. Memorial. So it's good. But it's just so sad.
0: Yeah. It's It's just weird. It's weird to watch knowing that. Yeah. That character's end is coming, you know?
2: And you also have to wonder how they're going to treat his ending. Like, I don't want to speculate at all. Totally. You think about Tasteful Ways series have done this in the past. Like,
1: I think the Cory Monteith Clee thing was handled perfectly as it could have been. Like, it was that episode I I always think about when I think about these, like, horrible tragedies. And that was the perfect tribute in the end. And I, I do think, like, Roberto and the showrunners and everyone is so hyper-aware of the show and it's and sure. what they're doing, so it's going to be tasteful and the best way they can honor him is what's yeah. it's going to happen.
2: Yeah.
1: But also poor Archie. I
2: know. I know, I know.
1: But I do also hope that... So you guys didn't watch the review for next week, but it also shows like a very glow-inspired oh. Archie where he's taking the Red Paladin thing and now owning it and becomes a boxer-wrestler, the Red Paladin. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Like, he's, like, trying now, and it's like people are lined up to fight him, and and that's what's going to happen. So, who knows? We'll see what happens there. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I can't wait to see how the game ends. Yeah. Yeah.
2: With Chad Michael Murray.
0: (laughs) We shall see. Where Imani, where can we follow you online?
2: You can follow me on Twitter, at Imani Gary, I-M-A-N-I-G-A-R-Y, And Instagram at Imani S. Gary, I-M-A-N-I-S-G-A-R-Y. Yes!
0: Yes. You can follow me at Ryan Bloomquist.
1: At Sam Gold with two Ds. And stay tuned for more book announcements for more of our marketing genius events and more of what we're going to be doing. And make sure you pre-order the book if you haven't. We're recording the audiobook next week.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, I forgot to mention, I I didn't mention at the top of the episode that Channing Tatum... Oh my god! Posted one of my tweets on his Instagram page, what? and the tweet was about so, Smash. <laughs> so if you need to see my handle, just go to Channing Tatum's page. Whatever.
1: Wow. Gotta say, when you told, when he sent me a screenshot that Channing Tatum not only retweeted him but followed him for a minute, I was like, Edgar Evaniver, Chad Michael Murray, and then I was like, then oh, right, but right. you know what? Still Riverdale related because Channing Tatum, Magic Mike, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Is writing the Magic Mike musical. Oh, it it connects all, it all, it
2: all connects. Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Of course. Bye, River Vixen.
2: Bye. Bye.